This is Emmanuel God with us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We sing together our first song, Bless the Lord, O My Soul. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended you, and justly deserved your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor, sinful being. Upon this, your confession, 
I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our scripture reading for this morning, the Holy Gospel, is written in St. Luke, the seventh chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a great crowd went with him. As he drew near to the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a considerable crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came up and touched the bier, and the bearers stood still. He said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. And this report about him spread through the whole region of Judea and all the surrounding country. This is the word of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We sing together. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Jesus said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. These are the words of our text. God's grace and his mercy and his peace be multiplied to you through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to life everlasting. Amen. I have had a front seat view to funeral processions over the last 34 years. Usually, the police give an escort for these processions that go from the church to the cemetery. In fact, 
Twin Falls is really the first city I've ever been in where there is no police procession for a funeral from the church to the cemetery. And usually when those processions are taking place, drivers will pull over to the side of the road to let the funeral procession pass on by. And at intersections, the funeral procession usually gets the right of way. However, when you're in the procession and you're going through the red light, right, you're just hoping somebody doesn't come through and T-bone you, and then you'll be having your own funeral procession sometime soon. It is the usual way that we honor the deceased and their family. Well, today in our gospel reading, we read about a funeral procession. St. Luke begins our text and he says, soon afterward. And so we have to stop right here and ask, soon afterward, of what? What had happened right before this? Well, what happens right before this at the beginning of Luke chapter 7 is the healing of the centurion's servant. The centurion's servant was sick and was about to die. The centurion, who is a Roman soldier, a Gentile, not a Jew, sends word to Jesus that his servant is deathly ill and he asks Jesus to come and help. And Jesus is on his way to help. And then the centurion sends another message to Jesus. They didn't have text messaging like we do, so he sent someone to Jesus. And those who come to Jesus deliver this message. Lord, don't trouble yourself by coming to my house. Just say the word and my servant will be healed. All this man expects, all he needs, all he wants is just a word from Jesus. That's that's it. And Jesus responds to the crowd. He says, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. And the centurion's servant was healed from that very hour, and he was healed by Jesus from a distance. All we need is a word from Jesus, right? That's all we need. And faith, faith will hang on to that word we have from Jesus. This is the faith that the Holy Spirit works in your heart and mine. Faith that hangs on to the word and the promises of Jesus. Well, back to our text. So, soon afterward... Soon after the healing of the centurion's servant, Jesus went to a town called Nain. Now, Nain means in Hebrew, pleasant or beautiful. And if you've been to Israel and you've been to Nain, it looks over a beautiful valley. And the cemetery is outside the city gate and up a hill that is above the city of Nain. And it says Jesus goes to this town of Nain and his disciples and a great crowd is traveling with Jesus. And it says, As he drew near to the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. 
and a considerable crowd from the town was with her. So you have this image. Jesus and his twelve and a great crowd are traveling in to the city of Nain. This is early on in Jesus' ministry. He is still popular. He is riding the wave of popular approval. This huge crowd of joyful travelers meets a different crowd of people, a funeral procession. People who are filled with deep sorrow traveling with this widow whose son has died. You really can't get a sharper contrast, can you? Joyful people with Jesus, sorrowful people in the face of death. And as the Jesus crowd runs into the funeral crowd, you can imagine what happens. You can see it in your eyes. You can see the crowd with Jesus pulling over, separating, right? Pulling over to the side of the road so the funeral procession can go through up to the cemetery above the city. Some to the right, some to the left. It's what you do, right? It's the polite thing to do when there's a funeral procession. But Jesus doesn't do the polite thing. Jesus doesn't get out of the way. He doesn't let the funeral procession pass on by. In fact, Jesus gets right in the way. He stops the funeral procession. He blocks the intersection. It's not what you usually do. And it might seem rude, but it really isn't. It is compassionate what Jesus is doing. And Jesus walks right up to this grieving mother. And everyone now is standing still. Every eye is on Jesus. Everyone holds their breath. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, do not weep. And then he came up and touched the bier, that is the coffin, and the bearers stand still. And Jesus says, young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sits up and immediately starts talking and Jesus gives him back to his mother. What joy! Jesus will not let death win this day. Jesus is not going to do the polite thing. He will not pull over and let this woman go by in her sorrow. He will not let her grieving continue. He turns her sorrow into joy, her weeping into dancing. He will give the woman her son. For Jesus is the Lord of life, after all. Do not weep. Arise. Boom! God speaks. It happens. It's done. Her son sits up, starts talking, and he's with his mom again. This is the way of Jesus. Jesus is the Lord of life. 
He will not let death pass by. He will not let death win. He will not pull over to the side of the road. No, Jesus stands right in the way of death. And he conquers it. And he gives back what death takes away. Jesus will not give in to this funeral procession. And this isn't the first or the last time that Jesus disrupts a funeral procession, is it? Think of it. Didn't Easter morning start off with a funeral procession? It did. The women are on their way to the tomb. To do what? To anoint the dead body of Jesus. It is a funeral procession. Three days after, but still, it is a funeral procession. And Jesus stops that procession of death too, doesn't he? He gets right in the way. He rises from the dead. He conquers death himself. And the angel tells the good news. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. The women and the disciples see the risen Lord on Easter. Their sorrow is turned into joy. Their weeping is turned into dancing. It is all the compassion of Jesus. Jesus will not let death stand in the way at the town of Nain. He won't let death stand in the way at Easter. And it is his compassion and his love for you and me that moves Jesus to defeat death for us. Two, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life. When we fell into sin and death, Jesus did not abandon us to the grave. He did not let death take us and pass by. No, Jesus took action. He took on our flesh and blood so that Jesus could stand in the way of death. And he stands in the way of death by dying on a cross. There he carried your sin in his body on the cross. He died your death and now he forgives your sins. He has broken the power of death and he gives to you and me everlasting life. Think back. How many funeral processions have you been part of? Maybe a few, probably more, many more than we ever want to be part of and we never want to be part of them again. You have buried your loved ones. You have followed the hearse to the cemetery, unable to stop it. You have eaten death's bare, bitter bread. You have stood by graves unyielding. You have cried hot tears on a cold winter day. And you have walked away from the grave feeling defeated and 
despairing. But, but the day is coming. The day is coming when Jesus will put an end to all funeral processions once and forever. He will raise the dead. And in that moment of raising the dead, Jesus will give back to you, your loved ones, that death has taken away from you. On that day, when Jesus returns, he will turn your sorrow into joy. He will turn your weeping into dancing. Your saints who died in Christ will be raised by Christ. And you will see it with your own eyes. And you will be amazed. And you will praise Jesus. And you will shout in victory, God has come to help his people. But until that day, there will still be funeral processions and there will still be tears for us to cry. But we do not grieve as those who have no hope. We have hope in Jesus. And until that day when Jesus returns, there is one final funeral procession that is in your future. It will be your funeral. Your body will be carried to the grave. And cars will get out of the way and they will let you pass by. And your loved ones will cry too. But not as those without hope. For they too have a word of promise from Jesus. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. And like that Roman centurion long ago, your loved ones, like you, will take Jesus at his word. You will take Jesus at his word of promise. And by faith worked by the Holy Spirit, you will hold on to that word of promise and your loved ones will at your funeral. They will hold on to that word of promise and in their sorrow they will grieve, but they will have hope in Christ who conquered the death for them and for you. And you, when you die, Jesus will stand in the way of death Jesus will meet you face to face. He will meet you with life. For he is the Lord of life. And he will give you eternal life. For Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. Jesus has conquered death in the grave. This shall be our confidence. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord to life everlasting. Amen. Please join with me as we speak together the Apostles' Creed. <clears throat> 
I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon, with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the Holy Christian Church here and scattered throughout the world, and for the faithful proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those facing surgery, recovering from illness, suffering with disabilities and diagnosis and disease, that God would grant healing according to his will and strength and courage for the facing of each day, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who mourn with hope in Christ and all those we remember today, that Jesus would give them his word of hope to comfort them in their sorrow, I am the resurrection and the life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all husbands and wives, those who celebrate weddings and anniversaries, that God would give them joy in this holy and blessed estate of marriage, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who have suffered loss and those spared from loss in recent wildfires, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For Amy Coney Barrett, nominated to the Supreme Court, and for the senators from our 50 states who will consider her nomination, that God would guide this process, grant wisdom and discernment, and bless our nation, our courts, our justice system, and all who serve in them, that we might rejoice in truth and be a nation of laws and justice for all people. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who translate the word of God, especially Lutheran Bible translators, that the Holy Spirit would bless this work so that more may hear and read the scriptures to the joy and benefit of all nations, and that by reading and hearing the word of God, many will be brought to saving faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. 
Jesus, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and take them to heart. That by the patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Thank you for listening to Emmanuel God with us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen.